calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Sisters, Episode 6, Andy Man, inspired by real events. Your sister is dead. Frankie, that woman in your house, whoever she is, wherever she came from, she's not Carrie. Okay. Look, I I'm gonna just... Frankie, just hear me out. Let me buy you breakfast. After that, if you don't believe me, we'll go our separate ways. I'm a father myself. I'm just looking out for you. Please... Right now is when I should walk away. I guess I could use a cup of coffee. Okay, great. Let's go. All right. Now I'm going to give you a name, a familiar name. Tell me if it rings a bell. You ready? Okay, ready. Andy Purcell. Nope, not at all. Really? Andy Purcell? He was a janitor at the local elementary school. Your elementary school. Wait. Oh my god. You're talking about the Andy Man. That, that's what everybody called him. You know, Andy Man, like a, like a play on Handyman. He was creepy. He was like a, a big guy with these chubby, gross, red cheeks. Look. Andy Purcell had unimpeded access to the school and a large windowless van. And from what I heard, he had a special affection for Carrie. Okay, but, but what about Carrie's story? I mean, you know, that she was taken by... An old couple from Pittsburgh, yes. But that doesn't make sense. Carrie disappeared from school, and for this benevolent abductor's story of hers to hold water, we have to believe that two adults, a man and a woman, who didn't work at the school, who couldn't identify themselves as parents, had free reign to wander those halls at mid-afternoon. Well, 
why didn't you ever search Andy Purcell's house? Uh, well, you can't get a warrant because a guy is creepy. <sighs> Believe me, Frankie, I worked overtime on this case. Back when I was still active, <laughs> oh man. You should have seen the looks of pity I'd get from my own deputies. Uh, hang on. Back when you were still active? <laughs> Are you no longer the sheriff? Well, not technically, but once a sheriff, always a... Oh, my God. Look, Frankie, your sister is dead. I feel it in my bones. I felt it for the last 30 years. Look, Patterson, my sister remembers everything. Little things, stuff that she could not possibly know. Unless someone's feeding her the information. Yeah, or she's telling the truth. Take a look at this. I found this 30 years ago in Andy Purcell's janitor closet. It's an old pencil sketch drawing of a little girl, but not just any little girl. Oh my God. It's Carrie at eight years old. She's wearing her mood ring in the drawing, and the sketch is even signed with Andy Purcell's initials. A.P. See your face? I've heard that lost child. Every day that child cries out to me, help me. So yeah, I am obsessed. Now are you gonna help me find your sister's killer? to America one day. So do I. No, you don't. You're only saying it because she said it. No, I'm not. I don't listen to her. Girls, what were you talking about? Nothing, Mummy. You said because she said it. Who's she? Who's the other girl here besides no one? Could you be quiet, please? For months now, Thomas had been denying what was right in front of our eyes in everything Jill and Jackie did and said. Why are you upset, Mummy? Is it something we did? Do you girls ever have memories of the past? Yes, of course we do. No, I, I don't mean recent memories. I mean, do you ever have memories of Another life. What do you mean, Mummy? Who are you? <laughs> you know who we are. You gave us our names. Jill and Jackie. Yes, yes. But, um... Do you have other names? Yes. Mummy. We do. What are they? Do you want a hint, Mummy? What? Mama, watch out, babe! Ah! Ha! You should drive more carefully, Mummy. Imagine if you'd hit him. It hurts to be hit by a car. What did you say? We saw it on Blue Peter. The one about cycling safely. Why are you stopping, Mummy? Is it... Is it... Really you? Really who? Girls, just... just tell me. 
I have to know, please. Who are you? I'm Jackie. And I'm Jill. Who did you think we were? <laughs> Hush up! How do you know what it's like to be hit by a car? You've never been hit by a car! We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often? How often do you dream about being hit by a car? Every night. That evening, I told Thomas, in no uncertain terms, to meet me in the garden after the girls had gone to bed. Are they dreams? Nightmares or... memories? Oh, can we please discuss this inside, out of the weather? I don't want the girls to wake up. Fine. Fine. Look. Thomas, tell me the truth. Is it you? Is what me? Talking to the girls. Putting ideas into their oh, heads. Oh, for God's sake, Is Fran. it, Thomas? This is madness. Look, are you seriously thinking... Swear that... to me that you haven't been talking about Maud and Mary to them. Of course I have. Yes, on occasions, we both have. It's not a secret, for God's sake, is it? But the sort of thing you're talking about, well, it's not healthy. Fran, of course I've told them about their older sisters. I've told them stories and I've showed them places we used to go. Why? Mary and Maud are not some dirty secret, Fran. They're a part of our family, even if they are gone. I want Jackie and Jill to cherish their memory. Why shouldn't they know things about Mary and Maud? Another Francis, a more naive Francis, might have accepted that explanation. It all sounded so reasonable. I mean, Thomas always sounded reasonable. But he hadn't seen what I'd seen. And he hadn't heard what I'd heard. I see. So... What you're saying is, you didn't trust Thomas. I needed a second opinion. Francis, is something the matter? Do you smell that? What? There's something burning. Doctor, there's something burning. Oh. All right, all right. Keep calm. It's all right. <laughs> Later that afternoon, I call the local police department just to make sure Patterson isn't a killer himself. Mm -hmm. Frankie, where are you? Oh, uh, shit. I have to go. <clears throat> Caught ya. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Who are you talking to? Oh, you know, uh, no one. Sorry, I'm just... I'm procrastinating. I'm actually... I'm running late, so... Oh, yeah? Where are we going? Oh... Sorry, I meant, I, it's just an errand. I have to run really quick. Well, I'll come with you. You know, don't, don't worry about it. It's boring. You know, we'll go out later. Uh, what's the name of that old taco place that um, it was on? Frankie, I haven't seen you in decades. Even running a stupid errand with you is special. We're making up for lost time. You know what? I'm just gonna level with you. Mm. There's a guy in town. Ah, continue. From high school, um, a lacrosse 
player. So, you know, anyway, I ran into him yesterday and... You are sneaking out for a hookup. Uh, you slut. <laughs> Come here. I'm your sister, not your mom. Go have fun. Really? What are you waiting for? <laughs> Go get it, girl. <laughs> okay. There was this strange bookshop on the high street that had opened a year or so before. I passed it every time I went to the greengrocers. Colourful covers, the smell of incense, the odd characters going in and out. This is ridiculous, Fran. What are we doing? We need help, Thomas. Father Tim had often spoken of this shop in um, disapproving terms. He said it was lowering the tone of the high street, attracting the wrong sort. I never dreamed I'd actually walk through its front door. An occult bookshop. Lord, forgive me. See? It's just a strange bookshop for strange people. Now you've seen it, are you satisfied? Can we go now? Hello. Are you here for the lecture? Vincent Garrell? Oh, we're just leaving, actually. The lecture, yes, yes. Two tickets, please. You didn't say anything about a lecture. It's free. You just go through to the back, find a seat. Thank you. Come on. Humans don't seek truth. They seek comfort. Vincent Garrell was a local oddball, a journalist who wrote about witches and demons and paranormal activity. His book was called The Strange and Secret History, a clear-eyed look at the occult. Don't deserve to be pilloried by so-called moralists shrieking from every pulpit that they're after your children. This is ridiculous. Why are we listening to this? I need to listen. On the other hand... After the lecture had ended, I knew I had to approach him immediately before Thomas could drag me away. Mr. Carroll? Uh, yeah, hello. Can I help? I'm Francis Pollard. This is my husband, Thomas. We're church-going people. Ah, well, uh, that's grand. Is there anything in particular that I can... No, thanks. Interesting talk. Sorry to bother you. We were just... We wife. had two daughters. Maud and Mary were their names, who died. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, it was some time ago, um, and we now have two more daughters, but we think that, um... Yes, Mrs. Pollard? Well, we think the spirits of our lost twins have, have returned. Well, I'm sure they have. The, the spirits of the departed um, we, we, are often... We think our living daughters are possessed of... Uh, no. <laughs> no, we don't. I'm so sorry, Mr. Garan. It's my wife. She's a... We no. do. We, we do think that. They're, um... Well, they're behaving strangely... They know things that they shouldn't know. They, they might have hurt our dog. Oh, no, they didn't hurt the dog. I think it's because they're possessed by the uh, spirits Francis, of our... Francis, that's enough. Look, we need to get back. Um, look, Mrs Pollard, uh, I'm a journalist. I'm not a practitioner. Uh, maybe it would be helpful if you took your daughters to see uh, a child psychologist. Well, good day. See? Trust me, you are beginning to sound like you've lost it. Trust you? Thomas, I haven't been able to trust you since the day Mark Whitney knocked on our door. Of course. 
Um, Mrs Pollard, what did you just say? Sorry? That name, say it again. Mark Whitney? No, it's nothing, it's just the name of an old business associate. You've met Mark Whitney? Yes. He's been in our house. Your daughters, how did they die? An accident, uh, a few years ago. Have they met Mark Whitney? Yes. Yes. Why do you ask? My God, Mr. Garrell, you look as if you've seen a ghost. No, Mrs. Pollard. You have seen the ghost. Do you have a car? No. We walked here. It's not far. No, we'll take mine. On the way, you'll tell me everything. Come on. Oh. Do you ever wonder who's looking over your shoulder when you're exploring the web? Do you want to keep tracking cookies, curious websites, and your internet service provider from sniffing out too much about your browsing activity? What about gaining the ability to virtually travel to different parts of the world and reshape your internet experience? Well, enter NordVPN. NordVPN protects your internet privacy and lets you go borderless. You can experience sporting events and entertainment that aren't available in your region. When you're on the go, NordVPN protects your data while accessing public Wi-Fi, and in tandem with the Nord Threat Protection Service, protects you from malicious downloads, viruses, and phishing sites. Best of all, this protection is laser fast, so avoid buffering and lagging while streaming or gaming and stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling. If you've never used a VPN before, you may be surprised how much your internet experience is shaped by what country of origin you're believed to be from. I've actually had quite a bit of fun using NordVPN as a learning tool with my kids. We change around our virtual location, go to different countries, revisit familiar websites from a new country of origin and see how things are different. For the cost of a cup of coffee a month, your NordVPN account can be used on up to six devices. So why wait? Get the best discount off your NordVPN plan by going to nordvpn.com slash undertow. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. And there's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash undertow. Hi there. If you're a fan of Undertow, I know you love immersive entertainment. And let's be real, as much as we all love podcasts, nothing is quite the same as going out to see a movie in the theater, the experience of being with friends, getting your popcorn, and the sheer impact of the visual and sound experience exactly as the filmmakers intended. If you crave that experience, then Regal Unlimited just makes sense. Regal Unlimited is the all-you-can-watch movie subscription pass that pays for itself in just two visits. See any 2D movie anytime with no blackout dates or restrictions. And when you want to watch a movie in a premium format like 4DX, IMAX, RPX, or ScreenX, your Regal Unlimited membership gets you into those premium experiences at reduced cost. And you'll save not just on tickets, you save on snacks with 10% off all non-alcoholic concession items. So if you're planning to see just two movies this month, you need to join Regal Unlimited. Sign up now in the Regal app or on rigmovies.com. That's R-E-G movies.com slash unlimited. Rigmovies.com slash unlimited. Sign up for Regal Unlimited using code UNDERTOW24 and earn 10% off a three-month subscription. Regal Unlimited, the all-you-can-watch movie subscription, pays yourself in just two visits. Sign up now. Code UNDERTOW24. Hey, Frankie. Sheriff. <clears throat> or should I say, former sheriff. Ha ha, very funny. Let's go. Wait, you're just gonna wait in the car? <laughs> what kind of sheriff are you? 
Uh, he knows my face. He won't let me in. I am not going in there alone. Frankie, you have to. Uh, Get in there, poke around for evidence, see what you find. If you're in there longer than 10 minutes, I'll force my way in. Oh my gosh. He shows me his gun. What, what, well, how, how do I get in there? I mean, what, what do I say? You're gonna tug on his emotions. See, Andy took a lot of pride in his work at your school. Get him talking about that. Praise him, and he's putty in your hands. Oh yeah, there's a good idea. I'll just go in there and tell him I drove 100 miles to thank him for all the fine work he did cleaning up vomit back in the 90s. I know the man, Frankie. I know his psychology. Flatter him, and you'll be fine. Like my sister was fine. <laughs> hey, hey, what's so funny? Just stakes. Either the woman back at my house is really Carrie, and Andy Purcell is just a harmless old man, or she's a fraud, and I'm about to walk into the house of a child killer. I crane my neck and look at his driveway. Two windowless vans. Unless he's got three creeper mobiles, this guy is home. Evening, ma'am. Can I help you? Uh, hi there. Uh, my name is Jessica Simon. Uh, I'm a librarian in Philadelphia, but I, I grew up here in, in, in Hershey, and I... Uh, I remember you. You do? I'm not the best with names, but I never forget a face. I remember every kid from Dwight Elementary. If I cleaned up after them, I remember them. Oh, okay. Lost the freckles, huh? The freckles, yeah, yeah. Never liked hearing the kids give you grief over that. Anyway... Uh... Yes, uh, yes, what, why am I here? <laughs> That's my question, yeah. Well, uh, I'm actually doing an uh, oral history of my graduating class, like our memories from kindergarten through senior prom, and, mm -hmm. and I wanted to get faculty perspectives as well. Young lady. That is, without a doubt, the nicest thing anyone has said to me in years. <laughs> my God, you really understand me. I, I do? Hell yes. Calling a janitor faculty. Oh, it's so nice to be appreciated. <laughs> of course. Of course, you're you're just as important as as the nurse or you want to come in for a seltzer? Uh yes. Uh, that would be great. Oh, come on in now. I can't believe it. Patterson's script actually worked. But the truth is now that I'm in here... Welcome. Oh, nice place. I wish it hadn't. They'll be down in just a minute. Mr. Gunnell, I do hope this isn't a waste of your time. Please, don't concern yourself, Mr. Pollard. I'm happy to help, if I can. Ah, oh, hello. Who's this, Mummy? This is Mr. Garrell. We've just come from a talk he did. He, he's a writer, and he wanted to meet you. Uh, Mrs. Pollard, do you mind if I record the meeting? What do you mean? Is that one of those new cassette recorders? 
Yes, it's a Philips. Yeah, they've just come out. Um, I like to record. It helps me later on not to forget anything. Mr Pollard, are you all right with that? Go ahead. How does it work? Well, why don't you introduce yourselves, girls? Um, my name is Jill Pollard. And I'm Jackie. And we're twins. We're nine years old. And we go to St Mark's Church of England School. Okay, fine. Now, let's play it back to you. Oh, oh, hang on a minute, the tape's got stuck. Let's try again. That's not me, is it? I don't sound like that, do I? Yeah, that's how you sound, girls. Uh, Mr and Mrs Pollard, are you happy for me to ask the girls some questions? Uh, sorts of questions. Yes. Yes, go ahead. This is Vincent Garrell and I'm interviewing Jill Pollard and Jackie Pollard. It's 7.30pm on the 6th of June 1965. Why don't you both introduce yourselves again? Suddenly they've gone all shy. Darling, introduce yourself, say, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I am Jill. Very good. And now your sister? Jackie. Very good, both of you. Now, let's talk about pets. Do you have any pets at home? We used to have a dog. <laughs> and what was his name? She. She was a she. Matilda. And how long did you have Matilda? No, I don't know. A long time. Your whole life? No. Longer than that. I see. Longer than your whole life. She obviously means we've had Matilda since before she was born. Is that what you mean, Jackie? Is that what you mean by longer than your whole life? Maybe. Maybe? Huh. That sounds like you're not sure. Maybe. Well, what else would it mean? Maybe. We had her in my last life. Your last life? Stop this! Stop the tape! This is just nonsense Francis put in their heads. It's just fantasy. Enough, Thomas. He's trying to help. Well, I don't want his help. Thomas, you got yourself into this by asking Mark Whitney for help, and now help is what you need to get out of it. Now, Jackie, you say you used to have a dog. What happened to Matilda? She was bad. What's that, Jill? Matilda was very bad, and she was punished for it. Punished by who? God. Yeah, it was God. Isn't that the one who punishes? As opposed to who? Or the other one. The other one? Jackie, who's that? The one who rewards. <laughs> As Thomas put the girls to bed, I took a moment with Mr. Garrell, outside on the front steps. Well, I'll be in touch. What do you think, Mr. Garrell? 
Look, I think you're right, Mrs. Pollard. I think something is happening. But I, I need to come back to be sure, maybe several times. Of course, any time. We're just grateful for your help. Mrs. Pollard, may I call you Francis? Of course. Francis, I've been investigating Mark Whitney and his associates for many years. If he's been inside your house, if he's got to know your children, well, something very unnatural might be happening here. Mr. Garrell, I want to talk to my girls. I'm sorry, you can talk to them anytime. No, no, not, not Jill and Jackie. I want to talk to Maud and Mary. I want to know they're all right, that they're happy, that they don't blame me for what happened. Teach me how to reach them. The girls, inside the girls. Teach me how to talk to them. I have so much I need to say to them. Yes, <laughs> Miss Tierney, my third grade teacher, she, she would give us stickers of the California raisins. <laughs> mm. I wonder what happened to her. Well, you talk a lot. I like that. Most people don't have that much to say. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's nice to reminisce, you know. Andy Purcell's house is very clean on the inside. Almost too clean. He's got plastic on the chairs and five jars of jelly beans separated by yeah. color. Here you go. Here, seltzer. <laughs> Thank you, huh? thanks. Hey, you want a glass to pour it in? Oh, no, this is fine, I'm, I'm not fancy. <laughs> At least a sealed can means it's not drugged, right? I'll pour mine in a glass if you don't mind. Sure, yeah, you, you do you. I tricked my mind into thinking it's a beer. Does that work? Yes, ma'am. Sober for 20 years. <sighs> I did a lot of bad things when I was drinking. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, <laughs> when you when you say bad things, what, what do you... Um... One thing I never did was miss a shift or leave one speck of dirt behind. <sighs> Ask anyone else you talk to for your oral history. Yeah, uh, no, you were you were a great. My dad was a janitor. He dragged me to a dozen different schools when I was a boy. You know what they all had in common? Students. Dried gum. Disgusting wads of dried chewing gum. Under every chair, every desk, little foul fucking monsters. When I got the job at Dwight, the first thing I did was buy a little hammer and chisel. And I carried it everywhere I went. Yeah, I, I think I remember that. Yes, ma'am. You can see my first set right on the wall over there. Sure enough, there's a friggin' ancient, rusty hammer and chisel framed and mounted on his wall. Yeah, I really, really hate gum. For the 30 years I worked at Dwight, you wouldn't find one molecule of that shit with a microscope. <clears throat> Kids used to call me Andy Man. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I, 
But I did. So, <clears throat> 30 years at the same school, you, you must have gotten to know everyone pretty well. Yeah, everyone. Every teacher, every kid, their names, their parents' names, brothers and sisters. I can hear them now. Hear what? Their names. In my mind. All of them. Their names? You, you mean like a, a roll call or what? <sighs> Working on the house helps. Drinking seltzer, <clears throat> pretending it's a beer. Anything that blocks the noise. Hey, I, I get it, man. You know, it's cool. I, I have a drinking problem, too, so sometimes I... What did you say? Oh, I'm just saying I, I understand what you're dealing with. I don't with. have a drinking problem. Okay. You don't get it, do you? I, I'm sorry if I... Uh, I don't have a drinking problem. I have a me problem. The problem is me. Drinking just opens the door and lets me out. Okay, look, you know, it, it's cool. It, if you don't want to do this right now, I can just... I am not an idiot. I didn't think you were. Freckles don't disappear when you go through puberty, Frankie. What are you really doing here? Oh, hey, uh, so sounds like you have company, so why, why don't I come back later and- You stay there. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. Andy Purcell? Oh, you again. Now Every instinct is telling me, run. Get the fuck out of here. But those instincts aren't as strong as my need to be sure. I creep down a back hallway. Where do I even start? Where do psycho killers hide their evil secrets? And that's when I pass an open door to the basement. That's right. I'm the stupid girl in the horror movie that actually goes down into the basement. I'm expecting to find cobwebs and meat hooks and a table with manacles on it. Instead, it's a clean white room lit by fluorescent lights filled with neat metal shelves with boxes. Shit. I have to see. Is it gonna be full of teeth? Photos of victims? Yearbooks. Dwight Elementary, Junior High, and High School yearbooks. Boxes and boxes of them. This is just a sad old man whose happiest years were spent chiseling gum off the bottoms of desks. And Carrie, the woman back at my house, is really my sister. And I'm just a silly girl the wild imagination, just like old Sheriff Patterson. 
I'm headed back toward the front door, about to call Patterson's name, when I pass a bathroom with a slightly open medicine cabinet. Inside is everything you'd expect to see. Deodorant, floss, some prescription meds. And one thing you wouldn't. A mood ring. No. A mood ring matching the one on my own finger. Oh, God. The same mood ring Carrie was wearing the day she disappeared 26 years ago. Carrie? So who the hell is that woman in my childhood home right now? Good girls aren't supposed to go through other people's things. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. The Sisters is a Gold Hawk production, presented by Realm in association with Lights Out, created by Brett Nietzschean and written by Brett Nietzsche, John Scott Dryden, and Mac Rogers. Frankie is played by Mae Whitman. Francis, Helen Baxendale. Thomas, Lee Ingleby. Carrie, Jennifer Armour. Vincent, Rob Jarvis. Jill, Orla McDonough. Jackie, Lacey Finlow. Sheriff Patterson, Nathan Osgood. And Andy, by Eric Myers with sound design by Adam Woodhams and original music by Seymour Milton and Sasha Putnam. The script editor is Mike Walker. For Goldhawk Productions, the producer is Emma Hearn and the director and executive producer is John Scott Dryden. For Realm, the producers are John Brooks, Fred Greenhall, and Nicole Otto. And the executive producers are Molly Barton, Marcy Wiseman, and Julian Yap. Find the full list of credits in the show copy. Realm is your portal to another world. Listen away.